From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the Tiger Warriors take down Australia in the quarterfinals of the AFC Asian Cup to advance to the semifinals. The U.S. Central Command confirms it conducted retaliatory airstrikes in Iraq and Syria against Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, Quds Force, and affiliated militia groups. And North Korea claims to have conducted a super-large cruise missile warhead power test and test for a new type of anti-aircraft missile. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Daniel Chen. The South Korean men's national football team took down Australia in the quarterfinals of the AFC Asian Cup in Qatar on Friday, advancing to the semifinal match against Jordan. Captain Son Heung-min scored a free-kick goal in extra time, defeating 10-man Australia 2-1. Kim Bom-soo has more. The Taggart Warriors, led by head coach Jürgen Klinsmann, allowed the first goal in the 42nd minute at Qatar's Al Janoub Stadium. After a short pass by Hwang Inbam, outside the South Korean box ended up in front of Nathaniel Atkinson, who crossed the ball to Trey Goodwin for a left foot volley. The Socceroos sought to cling onto their 1-0 lead until the clock ran out, but four minutes into the added time, Sun Min was brought down by Lewis Miller for the penalty, which Hwang Ichan capitalized to even up the score. In the 14th minute of extra time, Son Heung-min secured South Korea's victory with a free kick after Hwang Chan drew a foul outside the left side of the box, redeeming a crushing loss to Australia in the final game of the Asian Cup nine years ago. After the match, Son said Team Korea was ready to battle hard. It was a tough, tough match and obviously ideally it was not the, the way we want to win the game, but if it has to be then we are happy to it and uh, yeah both sides was uh, was doing an amazing job in an attacking area in a defensive area and for me it was uh, it was a fantastic game Klinsman told reporters that his team is hungry for victory yeah obviously uh, it was another drama proud i'm proud of this team i'm proud of the spirit um, that they have we are hungry we are very hungry and we are now still here and we want to be here until the very end South Korea is set to face Jordan in the semi-finals at Al Zanob Stadium, south of Doha, Tuesday evening. The two sides are no strangers to each other, having scored two goals apiece when they met in the second Group E match. Kim Bumsu, KBS World Radio News. The U.S. Central Command confirmed that it has conducted retaliatory airstrikes in Iraq and Syria against Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, Quds Force and affiliated militia groups. In a message on X on Friday, CENTCOM said during the airstrikes carried out at 4 p.m. Friday Eastern Time, U.S. military forces struck more than 85 targets with mobilization of numerous aircraft, including long-range bombers flown from the mainland, as well as over 125 precision munitions. The command said the targets included command, control operations and intelligence centers, rockets, missiles, unmanned aerial vehicle storages, logistics and munition facilities of militia groups, and their IRGC sponsors who facilitated attacks against U.S. and coalition forces. In a statement, U.S. President Joe Biden said the strikes were conducted under his direction and that Washington's response will continue at times and places of its choosing. 
He added that while America does not seek conflict in the Middle East or anywhere else in the world, anyone that harms an American will face a response. North Korea announced that it conducted a super-large cruise missile warhead power test and test-fired a new type of anti-aircraft missile in the Yellow Sea on Friday. In a statement carried by the North's Korean Central News Agency on Saturday, the regime's missile administration said, The tests were part of normal activities for technical advancement of function, performance, and operation in new weapon systems that are irrelevant to the regional situation. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said on Friday that it had detected multiple cruise missiles fired towards the Yellow Sea by the North, the regime's fourth set of missile firings, since January 24th. Photos released by the news agency showed a missile hitting a targeted building to explode after flying at a low altitude. Seoul's military had said the detected missiles traveled dozens of minutes with a shorter range, which local experts suggested was due to the missiles being loaded with a bigger warhead. The government lambasted Russia after its foreign ministry spokesperson publicly criticized President Yoon Suk-yeol for his remarks on North Korea as being blatantly biased. In a text message to local reporters on Saturday, South Korea's foreign ministry said criticism by Moscow's spokesperson Maria Zakharova was below standards, rude, ignorant, and biased, as official remarks put forth by a foreign ministry spokesperson of a country. Moreover, the ministry criticized the Russian leader's designation of the invasion of Ukraine as a special military operation for being nothing more than an unreasonable and stubborn attempt to mislead the international community. On Wednesday, Yoon said the North Korean regime is the only irrational entity in the world that has legalized the preemptive use of nuclear weapons. The foreign ministry convened a meeting of diplomatic mission chiefs near the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden in Ethiopia on Thursday in a bid to better protect South Koreans from piracy in the region. According to the ministry on Saturday, the meeting in the Ethiopian capital Addis Ababa was attended by diplomatic chiefs from countries such as Sudan, Ethiopia, Yemen, Oman, Egypt, and Kenya, as well as officials from the Oceans Ministry. Hong Sagin, ambassador and deputy minister for public diplomacy who led the meeting, called for the establishment of cooperation with countries in the region to ensure smooth exchange of information. The deputy minister also met with South Korean residents in Ethiopia and urged them to exercise caution in consideration of the public security situation in the country. A funeral service was held on Saturday for two firefighters who were found dead earlier this week after being trapped at a burning meat processing factory in Mungyang, North Gyeongsang province, while on a search for fire victims. Over 1,000 people, including bereaved families and fellow firefighters, attended the ceremony, led by the provincial government for the late senior firefighter Park Soo-hun and the late fire sergeant Kim Soo-kang. Both Kim and Park were posthumously promoted by a rank and conferred the 5th Class Aquamarine Stripes Medal of the Order of Service Merit. The fire broke out at the four-story building at around 7.47 p.m. Wednesday, after which 35-year-old Park and 27-year-old Kim were trapped inside while searching for the victims. Their bodies were found early Thursday on the third floor. Prosecutors have sought a one-year prison sentence for South Korean actor Oh Young-soo, who has been indicted on charges of sexual misconduct. The prosecution made the request on Friday to the Sungnam branch of the Suwon District Court, while also asking the court to order restrictions on Oh's employment and to reveal the 79-year-old actor's personal information. Oh, who became the first South Korean to win a Golden Globe Award for Best Supporting Actor in a series for his performance in Squid Game, 
was indicted in November 2022 without detention over allegations that he inappropriately touched the body of a woman in mid-2017. In making their request, prosecutors said the accused has shown no signs of remorse during investigations and trial. The music video for K-pop girl group Baby Monster's latest track, Stuck in the Middle, topped YouTube's global daily music video chart. According to the platform's latest chart dated February 1st, Stuck in the Middle rose atop the chart thanks to its explosive popularity in various countries including South Korea, Japan, the U.S., and the U.K. The group's management agency YG Entertainment said the fact that the track is ballad without a special performance confirms the growing expectations of their music among fans around the world. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Daniel Chen. KBS World Radio.